Hi there. Now, who would have thought that walking into the market would require this much work? Well, the three entrepreneurs on the show today, that's for sure. I'm sorry, I mean for sure. What's up with all the shoe puns? Well, the CEO of the Tony Elumelu Foundation, Harminda Ver, is speaking with three entrepreneurs who are into the shoemaking business. Let them introduce themselves. Hi there, my name is Jilek Maye. I'm the founder of Keeks, the first innovative and social footwear brand. Uh, we focus on athleisure type footwear, which is basically unisex, um, sports-oriented and urban footwear. My set is the 2016 Tony Elumelu Entrepreneurship uh, alumni. Hello, my name is Kene Rapu. I am the founder and CEO of Kene Rapu. We are the number one Nigerian footwear brand championing local production. We produce comfortable, durable and stylish footwear proudly made in Nigeria. I am part of the Tony Olomudu Entrepreneurship Programme 2016. Hi, my name is Temetokwe Afalabi. I'm the founder of Kiva Desua. Kiva Desua is a footwear and accessory brand. We create comfortable footwear for people who want comfortable shoes and are particular about their personal style. Welcome to the Tony Elumelu Foundation Audio Stories on Entrepreneurship in Africa. Um, so my journey started in 2011 um, while I was in law school. So I, if my story is similar to Jude's, I needed a pair of slippers and I just found someone to make me a cute pair of slippers. I also have a size 41 um, feet. And so it sort of started out of a personal need. I just wanted something cute, something simple. And I remember everyone loved my slippers. They were like, where did you get them? And so I, we found an opportunity, we found a gap in the market. So there was no one really producing locally made, cute, flat slippers that accommodated all sizes from size 37 to size, I mean, we make for ladies up to size 45. Um, and so we found that gap in the market. And I think that's really how it took off and we've really taken it on from there. So listen, you three, I mean, what comes through is one word for me, which is passion. You mm. seem to have found your passion and you've pursued your passion. Right. Absolutely. What have been some of the challenges in sort of holding on to that fire in your belly, which is your passion? Okay, well, I, I think also one of the things that actually helped to succeed with this line of business was a previous business I had. Um, I basically uh, went through a process of trying to raise funding for the business and I thought I had the right idea um, but this time around I decided to do it differently which was to crowdfund it and to try and get some proof of concept going. Uh, in terms of the passion, I mean it's given me an opportunity to be able to express uh, creativity through footwear mm -hmm. and then most importantly well, of look course... Look at it, look at his feet, <laughs> he's wearing his yeah. feet. So obviously I've solved my personal problem of the footwear challenge and you know it's it's also a thing of joy to now see that a single idea or a single challenge has grown into something beyond just myself the ability to create not just a business but a for-profit social enterprise which is what I have tried to create with, with the brand called Kicks. Brilliant, thank you. So let's talk about market opportunity. Talk about, you know, how you went about segmenting your market. So after I started my business, I realized that I did need to do a lot of market research. I mean, you can't start a business and not know who else is out there, who your competitors are. So I actually went back to do a master's um, <laughs> in fashion entrepreneurship at the Where? London College of Fashion. At the London College of Fashion? Yes. So I did a master's in fashion entrepreneurship and that really, that was fantastic for me. That expanded my mind, that, that allowed me to see the possibilities of even 
running something as simple, some may say, as a slipper business and how you could really make that into a multi-million, billion dollar industry. And for me, that I used that opportunity to really research on the Nigerian market. Um, and I found there wasn't really anyone who was producing in Nigeria for the target market. So I worked out my target market was between sort of 21 and 35. There's a young population at the moment. So, so many people who, a lot of returnees, a lot of the working class is increasing. So a lot of people who don't mind spending a little bit of money for something that is quality. So we, you know, figured out, okay, we need a quality product because the products need to, want them to be relatively affordable, but they also aren't going to be cheap. GJ, is she competition? No, not at the moment. <laughs> no, she's not. Are any of are you competing with each other? Well, for share wallet, possibly yes. Wallet. Uh, but in terms of uh, market segmentation and you know consumer preferences, no. Yeah, no. Um, yes. You're listening to the Tony Elumelu Foundation's audio stories. And I think it's really important to know your consumer. So from then, you know how you're marketing. You know you're not. If someone says, oh, they're too expensive or they're too cheap, then you know this person isn't my consumer. Yeah. So I think it makes you focused. Exactly. And once you, you know how many people are in that potential consumer market, you don't necessarily need to be worried about, oh, this one person is saying my, my item is, is not affordable or it's right. too cheap or too cheap. just focus. I think a lot of people don't focus on a particular target or set market. They try to cover everybody. And that's when... I feel like that's when it, your business may suffer mm. some issues. Yeah, I, I, can, I can say um, initially um, when I started, I had um, everybody wanted something. But going down the line and you just know, as she said, you have to focus because then you want to please everybody, but then you just sort of lose your vision and then where you want to go. So it's really important to just identify this is the market I'm going to focus okay, on. Thankfully, you're not competing with each other. <laughs> but talk to me about how you keep your brand, um, you know, unique, yeah? Okay, so we did a scan of our environment, basically, and we looked at our competitors, and we tried to group them into buckets um, from both a price point as well as value proposition. And we realized very quickly that there was no Afrocentric, at leisure type brand in Africa as a whole. Um, we also looked at the price points. I mean, the typical Nikes are selling for maybe 40,000 naira and above. And then you've got the cheap Chinese knockoff products, which are extremely cheap. We can never compete in that space. So we decided to position as a premium affordable brand. And then beyond just selling the product, we're selling uh, a value. We're selling the story. We carry African story in our products. So there's some semblance of emotional connection as well which goes beyond just the product. Every product at Kicks tells a story and people can relate to this. Your Tony Lumino Entrepreneurs 2016 shared with the audience what were your takeaway, what was your learning and how did it help you in, in the development and the growth of your business? Should we start with you, Judy? Okay, well, uh, personally, I, I think it was also uh, giving a bit more structure to the thought process in terms of going through the, the learning platform that gave a little bit of structure in terms of just reviewing all the things we had done in terms of our business plan and trying to follow a format that, that made sense. Uh, also, the network was invaluable, um, considering that you've got you know, entrepreneurs and alumni members all across, not just Nigeria, but 
across African continents. So how uh, have you leveraged that network? Okay, for example, we have a retail partner in Dubai, who is also one of the Tony Lumelo entrepreneurship programs yes. called AfriShop, uh, Olakalu. He's retailing kicks in Dubai. Um, you know, through the entrepreneurship program as well, I have been able to get access to certain mentors who I probably would never have met. Everything he said is completely valid and I relate to them. Would maybe the exposure, just the exposure of even just saying I'm a Tony, a Lumelu entrepreneur and meeting people, really everything he said. And then also I feel like for me, getting chosen as well also sort of is, is sort of adds to... So fuels the fire a little bit yeah. more like oh great yeah. so this thing can actually work like these, they think that my idea can potentially change Africa so I think aside from everything GD has said I would just add that sort of like a push like okay come on girl you can do it keep going people believe in you otherwise they wouldn't have chosen you as as one yeah um, tell me what were your takeaway from the fan um, they both said it all but I really um, appreciated the mentors we having mentors. I'd say I really appreciated having mentors, people we could talk to and um, who could run through our ideas with us. Final, just, you know, is really your thoughts that you would, words of wisdom that you would like to share with the 2017 entrepreneurs who are about to, who will be graduating. They finished their 12-week program. They're going to be graduating this year. And obviously this program is a 10-year program, so there are going to be many more fashion designers and shoemakers who are going to come in and be competitors to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so just your, um, your um, words of wisdom from what you've, what you've learned and your own journey. Um, I would say start small. You know, you have this grand idea and you just want to execute it now. Sharp, sharp, quick. I want to start making all the money, but... There's this thing in starting small. You, you'll be able to sort out mistakes because you will have mistakes. It's not a smooth journey. you have those failures. you have those mistakes. So it's easier for you. You would have spent so much to correct those mistakes and then go forward. So I would say start small and you would grow and you would really achieve your vision if you stay on it. Brilliant pieces of advice to all the entrepreneurs who are listening and aspiring to be entrepreneurs. I mean... You know what, listening, hearing the three of you speak, we know um, it, it's a real validation of Mr. Lumalu's um, conviction that um, African entrepreneurs and African entrepreneurship is um, the economic drive, the driver for the economic development of Africa. And the three of you are, generate, are creating jobs and generating revenues, which is leading to the, to the economic transformation of this continent. So well done and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Determination, purpose, passion, impact, doggedness, zeal, drive, excellence, dreams, execution, integrity, goals, innovation, success, skill, hard work, intelligence, inspiration. This is the TEF Audio Stories.